Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game Podcast for Sunday, December 6th, 2020. What's going on? How are you guys? This is the fourth of four episodes for the return of Change the Game, and for this one, one of my personal favorites, boxing. You guys know me. I love boxing. Uh, If you've known me personally or if you just know me uh, through the podcast or whatever, you know that I'm a huge boxing guy ever since I was two years old and got hooked on watching the Rocky movies from my father and then, uh, you know, years later being trained uh, to box by my father. Uh, and you know, I continue to do boxing workouts, uh, in my own house because I have a heavy bag in the basement. Do need to get a new speed bag though. Cause the one I have, uh, never stays inflated. Uh, so do need to get a new speed bag. But yeah, I do boxing workouts. I think there's nothing like it. Uh, it's the sweet science. Uh, it's my favorite. Honestly, it might be my favorite sport other than basketball is boxing. I love fighting in general, love MMA as well. Uh, But we are not talking MMA. We are talking boxing. And, of course, what we have to talk about is the return of Earl Spence Jr. Back in the ring for the first time since his car accident about a year ago now. uh, Where he was launched out of his car. uh, Nearly died from this car accident. And back in the ring he fought Danny Garcia last night at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Uh, Jerry World, as it's affectionately known, the Cowboys Stadium. And boy, did Spence look like his old self. Man, did he dominate Danny Garcia. Uh, I had him winning basically every round uh, except for, I believe I had rounds uh, 10 and 11 uh, going to Garcia as Spence kind of took the breaks off. But, yeah, I mean... Earl Spence just dominated this fight. He looked great. Uh, you know, it's it's not really a comeback. He's been here before. He looked better than ever. Uh, it's just, it was great to see this man back in the ring. Uh, he proved that he's the best uh, to himself. He said, I proved to myself that I'm the best 147 pounder in the world. Uh, Danny Garcia's a good fight, a dangerous fight. Uh, especially for your first fight back. You got to give all the props in the world to Earl Spence. And it is time. You have to fight Bud Crawford. You have to fight Terrence Crawford. And I hear everybody talk, 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 talk. About how Crawford hasn't fought anybody. Honestly, most of that is because nobody really wants to fight Crawford. People have been ducking Crawford. And I'm not saying Earl Spence has ducked him. He hasn't. Fighters aren't really scared of people, but a lot of people just don't want to get in the ring with Terrence Crawford because it's just, you know, it's just cause for you to get embarrassed, to be honest. Uh, Crawford fought uh, not too long ago, uh, convincing knockout. Uh, You know, I I just, this is the fight that we want to see as boxing fans. uh, You know, Sean Porter, shout out to Sean Porter. I love Sean Porter. He said, Terrence Crawford's got to go through me. Uh, I love it. Uh, you know, Terrence Crawford is, you know, he, he knocked out Kel Brook in his last fight. It was like three weeks ago now. You know, he really, he really, uh, he really, he really took it to him. I really believe that, uh, Terrence Crawford is the best pound for pound fighter in the world. And, 
you know, he, he said he's f- eyeing a fight with Pacquiao. Uh, there are three champions. Pacquiao holds one of the belts uh, in the welterweight division. Uh, obviously, Crawford and Spence, though, that's the fight we all want to see. But, man, did Spence look great. Crawford looked great in his fight, but I'm just so impressed with how Spence looked. Uh, shout out to both guys. Both guys had great ring gear. I love the gloves that Spence had. That pink uh, looked great. The shoes were great. The little uh, fur, whether it was real or fake. Either way, PETA blew its mind out, blew its brains out seeing that, and uh, couldn't make me happier knowing that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, Earl Spence, you know, he just looked... He looked fantastic. He looked as good as he's ever looked. Um, I was a little nervous for him coming off this car accident where, you know, he almost lost his life. And he's back in the ring fighting a legit contender in Danny Garcia. And I got to say, man, Danny Garcia, the one thing I was disappointed is, man, he should have went for it. In those last 10 seconds of the the 12th round, he started throwing those, trying to throw haymakers. He should have been doing that when it was a minute left in the final round, you know. Go for it. But, you know, Earl Spence, that's the problem with fighting Earl Spence is he had to be more aggressive. He was not fighting uh, how he should have fought. With Earl Spence, you have to throw punches. That's the only way around it. You, You can't let, because Spence is just... He's going to work you with that jab. Uh, he's unorthodox, obviously. And, you know, he outlanded Garcia 187 to 117. And he just, that's that's what Spence does, man. He just, he picks you apart. He outlands you. Uh, you really have no chance of winning on points uh, when you let Spence get into his rhythm like that. Uh, and that's the interesting part about a Terrence Crawford fight is that is the fight that everybody wants to see, including myself. That's the money fight. There's not any fight in the world that would be more hyped uh, than that one. And as big as uh, Fury and Joshua would be, this one would be even bigger. Uh, to me, the bigger fight is Fury and Wilder Part 3. I'm more interested in that than Fury-Joshua. I know Fury's going to beat Joshua. Uh, I don't know if Fury's going to beat Wilder again. We, we shall see about that one. But... And honestly, that really just depends on how Wilder trains. If he's really training hard, he's got a chance. But if he's, you know, slacking off and if he doesn't really care anymore, then yeah, Tyson Fury, it's his division. And then he's going to smoke Joshua right out of there. Uh, But yeah, I mean, Spence and Crawford, that's the fight we all want to see as fight fans. Uh, I thought Spence did a great job tonight. I think Max Kellerman put it best when he said Earl Spence would have been a hell of a fighter in any era. Now fight Crawford. That's the bottom line. You got to fight Terrence Crawford. You got to fight Bud Crawford. And same thing for Bud Crawford. You got to fight Earl Spence Jr. I was a little upset that Earl Spence said, oh, I want to I wanna go up and fight Canelo. That's what he was talking about. Um, Crawford was in the arena, man. I, I was expecting him to call out Crawford, maybe even a little face-off. Uh, I was a little disappointed by that. But again, don't call him chicken, man. He, he's a great fighter. Uh, he's, he has a great resume. He has a better resume than Terrence Crawford. He's fought better fighters than him. But a lot of that, again, is people don't really want to fight Terrence Crawford. Sean Porter does, and that's Sean Porter's what's right with boxing, man. He said he's got to go through me. And a hey, shout-out to Sean Porter for the suit. He had a heck of a suit on uh, with the little designs on the suit. Oh, man, it was fantastic. I, I really loved his suit, man. It was just all out great job analysis and he's going to be a great analyst when he finally decides to retire from boxing it's very clear like he is just built to be on the mic and uh and he'd have a great podcast too to be honest i don't even know if he has i think he has one actually uh and it, it makes sense because he's he's great on the mic as well 
Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to see more of him and uh, Crawford and Porter would be a really exciting fight to see too. But man, I mean, and please the boxing gods, you got to bring it together. Earl Spence Jr. Terrence Crawford. That's the fight we want. Uh, I know Crawford wants to fight Pacquiao too. Uh, there's just, there's so many fights I want to see. I'm not going to lie, but this one I want to see more than anything. Uh, Earl Spence Jr. against Terrence Crawford. Uh, these two guys just have to get in the ring. But, again, we won't talk as much about Crawford. I mean, this is Earl Spence's night. He was unbelievable last night. Uh, like I said, he didn't look like he lost a step. He looked great. He controlled the entire fight uh, with that jab. He worked on Danny Garcia the entire night. Uh, Garcia really, he needs to throw more punches if he wants to be in that fight, but it's tough to do when you're with Earl Spence. He's a guy who frustrates you. He's unorthodox. He tees off on you and you know, it doesn't look like he has a lot of power cause he's, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but like those, those punches add up and he's got some real power with, behind those punches too. Like he's no... He's no, you know, like, like, you know, he, he's no pillow fist. He doesn't have any of those. Like, he's got power in those hands. Like, he's got some hands, man. And, you know, Garcia, he got his eye to swell up. And, man, Earl Spence just, I, I'm just, I was just, I was blown away with how great he looked. He really convinced me that he can beat Bud Crawford. Because I wasn't really convinced as much. But this fight really convinced me that, yeah, he's got a really good shot. Especially after the car accident. Uh, he's got an amazing shot to beat Crawford. I would still probably roll with Crawford. I think Crawford's the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the planet. Um, about time Lomachenko got dethroned from that. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. I know that was a while ago, but I do want to get into that as well. But Earl Spence Jr. making his return to the ring with authority. Uh you know, just bringing the house down with a great performance out there in Arlington, Texas. He gave the fans all they wanted to see. Got to stop booing my man Crawford, though, man. It's not his fault. That, it's not all his fault that he hasn't fought anybody for real. Uh, people are really avoiding fighting Terrence Crawford because they don't want to get embarrassed. That's the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. You you want to you throw Canelo in there? You can, but to me, it's Terrence Crawford. Earl Spence is up there as well. But he showed the world that he is back. And he gave us all, uh, made us all even more anticipated for the mega, mega fight. It's the biggest fight that boxing has to offer. Earl Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford. Let's get it going. Let's get three of them. Let's start it with one, though. Like, I want to see a trilogy uh, of fights between these guys. But let's at least get one out in 2021. I don't know if it's going to happen, but... I really hope it does happen because that's the fight us boxing fans uh, really want to see. Uh, moving on, another fight that we got to get into. We got to get into last week's fight, a week from uh, yesterday, a week ago from yesterday, I should say. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. both getting back in the ring. How entertaining was that? I mean, that's as good of a fight between those two men as you could have had. Early on, it looked like Tyson was going to get Roy out of there. Roy looked to be gassed. It looked like he was getting hurt. And Roy really picked it up, man. I got to give Roy Jones Jr. credit, man. He really made that a fight. Now, it wasn't a draw. Mike Tyson definitely won that fight. And he's, he's, he's always been the more skilled boxer. 
Both in their prime, Roy Jones Jr. was probably the better pound-for-pound fighter, but Mike Tyson, make no mistake, has been a very one of the most skilled fighters of all time, and he's always been a little more skilled than Roy Jones Jr., and his skill is just its off the charts how skilled Mike Tyson still is, how he can still move. But Roy Jones impressed me, especially with the way that he, he got knocked out the last couple times he had been in the ring. I was scared for him. Mike Tyson's hilarious, man. He said, well, y'all don't care about me. <laughs> I ain't been here for 15 years. Y'all don't care about me. Y'all not concerned about me. Uh, but, man, another great fight. Just unbelievable to watch. Uh, you could argue, some would argue that it was overshadowed by what happened before that uh, with Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson unconscious. And this is, uh, this is honestly that, and I'll get back into Tyson and Jones in a second, but I just want to briefly go over that. Nate Robinson, listen, this this should be this is a formal warning to this is strictly for professional athletes and anybody to be honest. If you're going to step in the boxing ring, you need to know what you're doing. You cannot if you were trained, you cannot go out there, let's be honest, my friend told me this. He said I think he just forgot his training and went out there and fought like he was in the hood. If you're going to box, you cannot go out there like you're fighting in a street fight. Okay, this is not Rocky. I love the Rocky movies, but that's not real life. No man can just take a bunch of shots to the head and all of a sudden get motivated and just start throwing haymakers back. That's not how it works. It's a sweet science for a reason. You know, there's a like boxing. People like MMA more than boxing because it's more, you know, it's uh, there's more action, I guess you could say. But that fight proved that if you don't know what you're doing, if you're not fully prepared, you can get knocked out cold. And that's what happened to Nate Robinson. That was scary what happened to him. That was scary. By the way, that's why you shouldn't wear Knicks colors. You should have worn Bulls colors, by the way, Nate Robinson. Tweaked on that one. But listen, do not step in the boxing ring at all if you don't know what you're doing. If you haven't trained in this, if you're not prepared, this isn't a joke. Like Shannon Sharp said, Shannon Sharp told him not to take that fight. He said that. He said, I hope this is a lesson for professional athletes. Just because you're a pro at one thing can't mean you just step into another arena and just excel. This man, Jake Paul, I don't like him. Uh, I really don't. But the man has been working hard, and he's got some hands. That boy's been putting in work, and he sent a message. Now, He better not fight Canelo because Canelo will knock him cold just like that. But Jake Paul's been working at this, man. He's trying to be a legit fighter. Nate Robinson just stepped in and thought he could beat him because, oh, it's just this white YouTuber. I'm going to knock him out. No problem. Nah, man. Jake Paul takes this seriously. And clearly Nate Robinson wasn't taking it serious enough. Or, like, he just forgot all his training. He didn't even have boxing shoes on. Like Snoop Dogg said, slow down there, nephew. He ain't even got boxing shoes on. And speaking of that, Snoop Dogg. How great was that? Snoop Dogg is the man, man. He is, honestly, he's the GOAT, man. I just, how awesome was that? And then you had my man, Mauro Ronaldo on, one of my favorite announcers of all time. Mama Mia! I'm glad we got to hear a Mama Mia. Of course, it was on that Jake Paul knockout of Nate Robinson. Uh, but yeah, Snoop Dogg was perfect on the mic. He was hilarious, especially in that Jones Tyson fight. He said, uh, <laughs> uh, "It looks like my two uncles fighting at the 
family reunion. Hey, Grandma, they fighting again. <laughs> Man, Snoop Dogg was just great. I mean, the whole the whole thing, the whole uh, card was great. Definitely worth pay-per-view if you bought it on pay-per-view. Only 50 bucks too. I mean, I know it's a lot, but for a pay-per-view, it's really not. Uh, you had Wiz Khalifa performing. You had Snoop Dogg performing as well, along with being on commentary. Uh, just perfect. Snoop Dogg needs to be on more fight commentaries. Uh, he was just great. I can't wait to see Mike Tyson fight again. I, I loved what he said about how he's not doing this uh, for real. He's trying to do it for charity. He's a humanitarian now. Mike Tyson's in a different place in his life. Like it's just it's great to see that he's a changed man and he's he's doing things for the uh, betterment of humanity. And you know you, you can always love to see stuff like that. But I was just incredibly entertained with that fight. Uh, my opinion, Mike Tyson won. But Roy Jones Jr. made it a fight, and that's all you could have asked for out of those two guys in that type of fight. I can't wait to see Mike Tyson get back in the ring. Obviously, it can't be against a young, ranked heavyweight or anything like that. But, you know, another older, you know, smaller guy, yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely would love to see Mike Tyson get in there. No, he, he's not fighting Tyson Fury, although that would make a ton of money for uh, whatever they wanted to do it for. That, that would be a big time fight in terms of like eyes but no we we need to see him against you know someone older uh definitely not evander holyfield he's been calling him out um evander i don't know man just like what i saw from the workout videos of him i don't know you better get in tip-top shape because i'd be scared for him too even more scared than i was for roy jones jr maybe because it's been a long time since he's fought too so I don't know about that one, but maybe that'll be a good fight too. I just don't want to see him. I do not want to see a legend like Evander Holyfield or anybody really get seriously hurt by Mike Tyson. Uh, but moving on, we're going to go over one other fight that has already happened. And then I've got two fights uh, that are coming within the next two weeks. One a week from yesterday and then the other two weeks from yesterday. The first one... Tiafimo Lopez Jr. beating Vasily Lomachenko. Taking away Lomachenko, the pound-for-pound pound number one fighter in the world. I never thought he was that. I always said it was Terrence Crawford. But beating Lomachenko in a unanimous decision, I'm going to be honest. That fight was really close going down into the end Lopez was dominating most of the fight no doubt about it and then Lomachenko does what he basically always does is picks up the late rounds picks up steam and it really surprised me what uh Lopez's trainers were saying to him he said yo don't don't go after him just stay away just keep your distance uh you know you've got this thing won that's what they said and I listened to that and I said no, he does not have this thing won. Lomachenko wins this round. He probably does win this fight. But Lopez didn't listen. He went after him, and he won that round, and he won the fight. He won the fight in the last round, and I love that. That's boxing right there. That's what I love to see. That's why I love this sport. That's something that I love to see from a fighter. I love to see the heart, the grit, the passion. Uh, that scene at the end, it reminds me of like the end of Rocky two, where uh, Duke tells Apollo Creed to stay away from him. But in that situation, Duke was right. Apollo Creed had smoked Rocky. He had won basically all but one round. Uh, so like Duke was right about that. 
But, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know why Apollo did that, because he wanted to knock him out to prove, you know, uh, what he wanted to prove from the jump, that he could knock him out. So I guess it makes sense, but Duke was more right. This, this time, though, no, they were not right about this. They should not have given him that advice, but I'm glad Tiafimo Lopez went out and won that fight the way that he did. I'm glad he went after him. He won that fight, and a lot of people were saying, oh, Lomachenko won. I, I don't think so at all. It was a close fight, but Tiafimo Lopez deserved the win, in my opinion, and he walks away with the WBA, IBF, and WBO lightweight world championships. And now he's got a claim uh, maybe to be the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. I'm not going to give him that yet. I'd say he's about maybe two or three, maybe four. Uh, it depends really where you rank Tyson Fury in that mix. Uh, it's definitely in the mix. He's in the mix with Fury. And uh, obviously Lopez is up there. And then Crawford and Spence, of course, up there as well. But, man, Lopez just coming out and really... Boxing's newest superstar was emerged from there. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, Lomachenko, his problem is, you know, he he's done this his whole career. He's given away rounds uh, to, you know, quote-unquote, download data on his opponent to figure him out. Kind of a Floyd Mayweather-esque type of approach where if you watch Floyd Mayweather's fights, you know, he would usually lose the first couple rounds because he's just figuring you out. And that's what Lomachenko did in this fight. And it, it really, the way I was watching, I'm like, oh, man, Lomachenko, he's got this right here. And I just remember going into the 11th round, I'm like, this is a close fight. Like, Lopez got to finish him off. He might win off a decision, but it, it's not guaranteed because, and you look at Twitter, people still thought Lomachenko won. And that's why I'm so glad Lopez uh, finished the fight the way that he did. He won that fight. Uh, and it was just a great performance by him, a great ending uh, to that night. You know, it's just, it's great to see so many superstars in boxing. Uh, you know, just fantastic job by Tiafimo Lopez. And, you know, just, listen, I love the sport of boxing, and it's just great to see boxing at this height that it's at right now. We're, we're approaching a, a great era of boxing. There's some great fighters out there. And I know not everybody's interested in boxing and whatever. It's not as good as MMA. I don't care what anybody says. I love the UFC. I love MMA and all that. Mm, nothing tops boxing. No, you, you can't really top it. I'm sorry. But, you know, like there's so many fights you want to see. Canelo Triple G 3, Wilder Fury 3, Fury and uh, Joshua, Joshua and Wilder. Uh, you know, Lopez and Lomachenko, a rematch. Uh, <clears throat> Crawford and Spence. Uh, heck, I guess Spence and uh, Canelo. Uh, Canelo, he's, speaking of that, now we're going to get into two fights that are coming up. The first one, a week from tomorrow, Anthony Joshua goes ahead and defends his titles against the Bulgarian challenger, Kubrat Pulev. Uh, December 12th, it's a week from yesterday, Anthony Joshua, who regained his titles from Andy Ruiz uh, back over a year ago now. And you fast forward, and now Joshua is going to fight again. Uh, this is a fight that actually should have happened a while ago. They were supposed to fight uh, back in 2017, but everything kind of fell apart. And now you've got Joshua going up against Pulev. And it's just, I'm interested to see how Joshua handles this. Joshua's got to go out and have a convincing, I believe he's got to knock him out. Or at least 
have a convincing win. Listen, that fight against Andy Ruiz, I'm going to say it once again, that was weak the way he won that. Like, it's one thing to box smart, but he boxed scared in that fight. Like, he looked legitimate. Like, he just boxed like he was legitimately scared of getting knocked out by Andy Ruiz. And Andy Ruiz was clearly out of shape, too. Like, he had every opportunity to get him out of there. And he didn't. And that was disappointing to me because I think Joshua could have knocked him out if he really tried to. But he was worried about getting caught. Ruiz didn't take his training seriously. So, yeah, that's what happened. Oh, and and Ruiz, another name. I would love to see Ruiz fight Wilder. That's an interesting fight. Uh, Wilder's not going to fight Fury next. Uh, Fury is supposed to fight uh, in January. So, that'll be interesting as well. But, you know... Fury said that him and Joshua were going to fight twice next year in 2021 if he beats Pulev. Joshua said that he thinks it's going to be Alexander Yusek uh, would be his next opponent. Ah, That's just weak to me, man. Like, I don't know, man. I think that you got to go. You got to fight. You got to unify the division, man. Fury's got to fight Wilder again, sure. But honestly, let let Fury and Joshua get this fight in. Let let Wilder Wilder can go fight Ruiz, and you know you, you guys can forget about him. Let let Fury beat Joshua, unify the division, and then Fury Wilder part three, and let Wilder get his titles back. Because uh, that's what I'm hoping. Because I'm a fan of Wilder, but you know Fury is obviously going to be the favorite. Wouldn't be surprised if Fury won. Uh, but I'm gonna ride with my guy all day long. But it'll be interesting to see what Joshua does. That fight is December 12th, a week from yesterday. So six days away uh, from Anthony Joshua and Kubrat Polev uh, on December 12th. Going to be hopefully a good fight. Uh, Hopefully Joshua makes a statement. That's what I'm hoping to see from him. I'm really not a fan of Anthony Joshua. It's just pretty insane because he has my first name. Uh, But I'm just not a big fan of him. I don't like his... Uh, how he's ran from Wilder, how he's ran from Fury. I just don't like it at all. And I am ready to see uh, him fight some real guys. He got knocked out by Andy Ruiz, and then he fought Andy Ruiz scared uh, in the rematch. So we'll see what happens uh, a week from yesterday, six days away. Very interested to see what he does. And then one week after that, Canelo Alvarez is back. December 19th, the day after my birthday, Canelo Alvarez will fight Callum Smith. And right now, Alvarez has said he is focused. Actually, he wants to unify the 168-pound division. You've got Billy Joe Sanders, who has the uh, WBO title, and, and Cal Plant owns the IBF. And then, of course, Smith has the WBA version of the belt at super middleweight. So that's why he's fighting Smith here. So then you got Billy Joe Saunders, who is Canelo's focus after this fight. He downplayed uh, Triple G, the third fight. We do want to see that again, but I understand what Canelo's trying to do. He wants to unify the division, and that's one thing about boxing that needs to happen. We need to have these divisions unified, the heavyweight division, super middleweight, the welterweight uh, all these divisions, they need to be unified, man. You know, Fury, Joshua, Spence, Crawford, and now it'll be Alvarez, Saunders. 
but after he fights Saunders, I think you got to fight Golovkin again. You got to give Golovkin a third shot. We want to we want to see the trilogy, man. That's what boxing's all about. Boxing's all about the trilogies, the third fight. That's why we want to see Wilder and Fury get back in it for a third time. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Canelo Alvarez, he's going to have a big fight on December 19th. It's going to be a big, big, big fight for him. Uh, I expect him uh, to have another knockout on Smith. Uh, one of his last fights that he had, man, he had a vicious knockout uh, one of the last times I saw him fight Canelo. So, yeah, Canelo's just... I think Canelo's ready to go. He's arguably the pound-for-pound pound number one fighter in the world. Like I said, I'm still rolling with Terrence Crawford, and Earl Spence Jr. made a compelling case that he is the number one pound-for-pound, pound, or at bare minimum, second. But I'm going to say Earl Spence is still number three. Uh, I have Canelo Alvarez as my number two pound-for-pound pound in the world. I don't think there's a better pound-for-pound pound fighter than Terrence Bud Crawford right now, though. Uh, I'm not taking anyone over him right now. But... Canelo fighting Smith. It'll be an interesting fight. It's always good to see Canelo fight. Uh, he's a fun fighter to watch. Uh, you always love the Mexican fighters. They're always tough. They're always tough. Um, you know? And speaking... <laughs> yeah, Jake Paul and Canelo. I mean, that might make some money, but you know, Jake Paul will get knocked out. That's not interesting to me. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I understand why Canelo would want to unify the division before focusing on Triple G. Triple G is just going to have to wait for that fight. Honestly, I feel like Triple G is an overrated fighter anyway. Uh, he has some, he has power, but like, he's just not like the way that they hyped him up was that he was like this knockout artist. And I mean, he has knocked people out, but like, he just doesn't fight that way where he's just like knocking out everybody he sees, you know? So I just, he's like a fake, he's not a fake tough guy, but he's just like, I don't know. Like, the way they hyped him up makes him seem like a fake tough guy. And I know that's not what he is, but that's just... It's really not his fault. It's just what the hype did to him. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Canelo Alvarez getting back on the fight. But, yeah, Earl Spence Jr., shout out to you. I am so happy for you that you are back and you are looking better than ever. Uh, we need this fight, though. So, whatever you guys got to do, whatever you guys got to do to get this going... Uh, Six days away from Joshua and Pulev. Uh, they were supposed to fight back in 2017. There was a lot that got in the way, so this fight is coming up. Uh, it's going to be a big fight for Joshua. I expect Joshua. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think Joshua is going to have a, a a legit performance. I think he's going to knock him out. I think he's going to make a statement. I'm not a Joshua fan, but I think Joshua is going to make somewhat of a statement. And then I don't expect him to fight Tyson Fury. Yeah, I know. Weak, right? Yeah. We'll hope that that's not what happens, but yeah. And then Canelo and Smith, I expect Canelo to make another statement, but no surprise, Canelo doesn't run from any challenge after unifying the division. I expect him to get the third fight with Triple G. If we're not looking at the end of 2021, maybe the beginning of 2022 uh, for the trilogy fight. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez, we'll see what he has on the horizon. We'll see if Lomachenko gets the rematch uh, that we all expect he'll get. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see that. But unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for you at Change the Game. Thanks for joining us. Remember, we had four episodes today. This was the fourth of four. We also had the NBA, college football, and NFL episodes. So check those out uh, in this one as well. And honestly, there's 20 other episodes that you could check out as well. All these episodes are available at www.seethegame.com. Also available on Spotify and iTunes. And we've got a lot more coming on the way. 
on the website. So stay tuned with us. We're going to have a lot more content rolling out for you. Uh, this week, we'll see what we do next. Uh, I'm thinking probably maybe a UFC um, when we're looking at uh, non-sports. Uh, still working on a music one. We're going to go top 50 albums. Uh, actually, it's going to be projects, not just albums, mixtapes as well. Uh, top 50 projects of the decade. Uh, we're going to have a Christmas movie podcast. We're going to talk about the best Christmas movies of all time. Uh, and we are definitely going to have a Star Wars one. Uh, when the when the last episode of The Mandalorian comes out for this season, oh, do I have a lot of great things to say about that as well. Uh, you know I'm excited about that. And, uh, yeah, this week we should have a UFC podcast this week as well. Got a lot to talk about with that, including uh, Khabib and many more great fights that have happened uh, before all this. And, uh fights that are coming up so yeah thanks for checking us out uh we'll probably do another boxing one as well maybe after the canelo fight i'll do one or maybe i'll wait a little bit after that as well but yeah we're gonna have a lot more content coming for you guys once again check us out www.seethegame.com and also available spotify and itunes thanks for checking us out guys